If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. There will be a question linked to this episode in the description, so check it out and respond if you can. Thank you. Chapter 18, Rings of Fire, Winter Turning Whoa, where am I? Pirate looked around, blinking. Was this a garden? Why did everything smell like peaches in the ocean? Hadn't she been in the mountains just a minute ago? At night? Her brain was so useless. There were so many things she couldn't remember. Because she wasn't good at anything. Three moons, it was awful being so pathetic. What just happened? She said, turning in a lumbering circle. There go my stupid talents again, getting in my way as usual. I wish I weren't so clumsily and useless. The Sandwing was staying nearby, watching her in a super weird way. Did did we find the Queen Scarlet? she asked. A surge of powerful motion rolled through her scales. The Queen, her most wondrous majesty, Queen Scarlet. She always knew what to do. She was such an amazing dragon, pirate Mr. Offaly. When she lived in the Sky Palace, she found... She'd found a way to see the queen every day, even if it was just from a distance. I'm glad I'm a good skywing. She looked up to the clouds, streaked with pink and gold in the blue sky. She could be soaring up there, her wings fully extended, diving and spinning like she used to with the other skywing dragonettes. They were freer than any other tribe, more loyal to one another, more independent. Queen Scarlet trusted them to make decisions in battle without her. They were smarter, faster dragons in all of Pyria. I'm completely loyal to Queen Scarlet. One day, she would see her queen again, and then everything would be alright. It would feel like coming home. It would feel like flying. Pyrite? Said the Sailing the sailing said slowly. What was his name again? How do you feel? Uh, fine, she said. Her memory was a little fuzzy, but that wasn't worth mentioning. Where, where are the other three? Do you remember anything about Winter? He asked. You mean like he's like that he's an enormous grump, Pyrite said. She saw a silvery scale moving out of the corner of her eye and turned. But it was a different ice ring, bigger than winter, staring at her. What was his problem? He looked as if she was his he looked as if she was his mother back from the dead or something. Like he knew her. Although she wasn't sure she'd ever seen him before. Yuck Ice Wings. Can I look at your necklace? the Samming asked. Pirate glanced down and realized she had some kind of pouch or chain around her neck. Huh, she said. Sure, I guess. As she reached for it, she felt a twinge of, should I do this? And then she was lifting it over her neck. And then she was gone. Winter dropped the necklace as if it was made of lava and leaped away from it. Ah! He shouted. He clawed at his head. Get her out! Get her out! Winter is over, Kibley said, catching his talons. You're you again. She's not real. But Winter could still feel, feel pirates scraping, banal thoughts like a damp mildew hanging around his mind. No wonder Hailstorm was so disturbed. Pirate's thinking was not just different from his own personality, but it had an indecisive dull, dullness to it that left him Nisma after only a few minutes. He couldn't imagine living with it for two entire years and then trying to shake it all off. 
except for the part about being a skywing, little to Scarlet. That part was crystal clear in a shiny way that could that was equally horrible. Winter had known with a logical part of his mind that other dragons were loyal to their own tribes, but obviously they were wrong. Ice wings were the greatest tribes in Peria, and that was a fact. Except now he had his memory of believing the same thing about Skywings and believing it with all his heart. Was that really how Skywings felt? And Sea Wings and Rain Wings and even Night Wings? He did not want to try running into any other dragons to find out. He turned to pick up the pouch again, perhaps destroy it, to rip the scroll and pirate's very existence in tiny shreds. And found Hailstorm reaching for it. No! Winter shouted, stenching out of his grass. Hailstorm! Don't even touch it! Maybe I could change back, Hailstorm said. His face twisted as though crocodiles might come crawling out of it. At least when I'm pyrite, I only have set memories, right? That's what the school said, and I was happy as a skywing. It was easier than being an icewing. No rankings, no one comparing me to everyone else all the time. No mother and father expecting me to be perfect. And I had a fire. Fire was amazing. Winter, please let me change back. That is completely insane, Winter said. He tried to make his voice as cutting as his mother's. When you're fully yourself again, you'll recognize that there is nothing preferable about being a, a skywing. No one would ever choose to be anything but an ice wing. Ghibli cleared his throat significantly, and Winter shot him a glare. The problem was, he felt it now. Not the desire to be a pyrite, but the appeal of being a skywing. He couldn't let Hailstorm see that, though. He needed to be strong so that Hailstorm could be too. You will never, ever be pyrite again, Winter said. Get that thought out of your frozen head. Hailstorm growled furiously, and for a moment, Winter wondered if he would actually attack his brother to get the necklace back. But finally, Hailstorm spun on his heels and marched at the, to the far end of the garden, where the trees gave way to a street that was starting to be crowded with dragons and rolling carts. Good speech, Kibley said. Well, kind of mean, but in a convincing way. I need to be alone for a moment, Winter said. Kibley raised his wings and stepped back with a little bow of acknowledgement. Winter needed to straighten out his own brain. He wanted to, he wanted to step into pirate sound so he could understand Hailstorm, but he didn't want to. He didn't want to understand him, but he didn't want to understand him this well. He sat down under a fig tree and closed his eyes, taking deep breaths. I am Winter. The ice wing. I've always been an ice wing. Slowly, the pyrightness began to clear. I am winter. The ice wing. I am loyal to Queen Glacier. I will reach the top of the rankings one day. What would life have been like as a sky wing? Would he really have loved the tribe of sky dragons that much? I am winter. The ice wing. Be strong. Be vigilant. Strike first. Trust nobody. His father's manta didn't quite sit right in his mind anymore. But it, that wasn't because of Pyrite, it was because of Kidley and King Zhu, and, most of all, Moon. As he thought of her, he heard a door close and open. And open his eyes to see her- As he thought of her, he heard a door close, and opened his eyes to see her emerging from the back door of the doctor's house. I am Winter, the Ice Wing. I do not make friends with dragons from other tribes. I am not in love with a dragon I am sworn to hate. Is King Zhu all right? Kidley asked Moon. Winter stood up and went to join them. He glanced over at his brother as he did and saw him standing under a tree with a round orange fruit, banging his head on the trunk. Winter sighed. 
Moon shook her head, curling her tail around her talons. She has a skull fracture and three or four broken ribs, she said. She sounded as though she was trying to imitate the doctor's professional delivery, but her voice wavered as she spoke. Also, a hairline break near one elbow and bruising all along her spine and left side. The doctor said she needs to stay completely still for a mo- for probably a month, maybe longer. Is she awake? Winter asked. No, Moon ducked her head, shaking vectors. The doctor, the doctor doesn't know when Kingaju might wake up. Mayflower snuck her stout out of the back window and back into Moon. I need your authorization to d- on this, she said, brandishing a small scroll and an ink pot, to have her transferred to the clinic. They'll take care of her, although they'll want to know what really happened to her. I told you, Moon said with a hint of exasperation, a dragon attacked her. Are you sure? the doctor said, asked. She wasn't hit by an avalanche or thrown off a cliff or trampled by a herd of hippos. That really happened that really happened to a patient of mine once. There's no shame in admitting it. Hippos couldn't happen to anyone. Just a dragon, knocking her into a tree, Moon said firmly. She took the scroll and ink pot, dipped her claws into the blacking, and signed her name. I promise. I saw it too, Winter agreed. He was really big, Kibley offered. With Super Dragon's strength, Mayflower muttered skeptically. She took the scroll back from Moon and stomped back inside. Moon looked around and carefully set the ink pot on the windowsill. Oh, good, Kibley said. So our new mystery Nightwing friend has an inexpressible animus power and unusual f- strength. Super. And now, so now he hates us. Don't forget, Winter added. But you saw what we did to his face, Moon said. Between my fire and your frost buff, he's probably much less dangerous now. The creeping spider legs feeling under his winter scale suggested otherwise. In his experience, no good can come to adding, of adding vengeance to a dragon's list of reasons to get up in the morning. Eagle! Hillstorm shouted suddenly, setting a jolt of alarm through winter. He rolled around to see his brother at the back gate, craning his neck to see over a seaming, pulling a fish-laden cart. Eagle! Winter Hailstorm called again, his voice looked Simon. Eagle, over here! Uh-oh. Kibley muttered. Winter bolted over to his brother's side as a large skyling of the color of raw tuna shouldered his way through the crowd and stared down at them. Two more burly skywings stepped up behind him, glowering. How do you know my name? The Skywing demanded, Who are you? I'm, Hillstorm faltered, but don't you? I'm, we, together, we fought under General Ruby? She's Queen Ruby now, Eagle snapped, and I don't remember fighting any Icewing and leaving them alive. He eyed Hailstorm up and down. I suppose if I did, that's a mistake that should be corrected. But how do you know your name? One of the, the asked one of the other Skywings. Right, Eagle said, his eyes nearing his lips. Explain that, whale eater. He doesn't, Winter started. But Eagle growled low in his throat, cutting him off. Let the lizard explain. Hailstorm stammered for a minute and finally mumbled. I I thought we were friends. He rubbed his eyes miserably. The two flanking the Skywings looking credulous. Eagle swelled up with fury. What? He roared. He lashed out, reaching over the gate and grabbed Hailstorm by the throat. How dare you? I would never be friends with an ice wing. Is this a joke? Did someone pay you to make a fool out of me? 
He didn't mean it, Winter yelled, trying to pull Eagle's talons off his brother. He's just confused. Kibley darted up on Hailstorm's other side and grabbed the skyrim too. He was hit on the head, Kibley explained. A war injury. His memory's all messed up. Please don't hurt him, Winter cried. Hailstorm's face was turning bluer than usual. Drop that ice wing right now, said another voice said another voice behind Winter. He turned and saw Meerkat standing in the garden beside Moon, arching his venomous tail menacingly. I order you by the authority of the Enclave. To Winter's surprise, Eagle immediately let go of Hailstorm. The ice wind collapsed back against a tree, gasping for breath. Sorry, the skywing said to Meerkat, all the rage gone from his voice. Didn't realize he was with you, Meerkat. He took a step back. He was saying some mighty stupid things, that's all. Head injury, Kibley said again. Winter crouched behind his brother, but Hailstorm pushed him away. Ah, uh, another wounded veteran, Eagle said. All three Skywings were nodding. I've seen plenty of those. Hope he recovers. He jerked his chin at Winter and then turned and shoved and then turned and shoved his way back into the throng, half of whom had stopped to stare at the fight. Moving right along, Meerkat said, waving at the audience until they all started moving again. It was just a mistake, Hailstorm, Winter said to his brother in a low voice. You've been out from under the spell for a few hours. Give us some time. You'll forget all about Pirate once you're surrounded by ice wings again. Hailstorm shook his head. Winter didn't know if that meant disagreement or despair. Winter, Hailstorm croaked softly. Winter leaned closer to hear him, and Hailstorm turned hopelessly, blue eyes up toward him. Winter, I want to go home.